All right. So there is a, I think for Bill's audio, there's quite a um, delay, but that should be okay. Oh, oh, oh we'll deal with it. Yeah, I think there's a small delay with them that, can you hear me on time? Yeah. It's mostly on time, but oh, like Bill's clap true. was like really yeah, far off. Yeah, bugging as well now too. Mm. Oh, this is so trippy. Like I move my hand and then on the fucking video it happens like a second later. It's crazy. What's going on everyone? It's your boys from Melbourne. And after a short hiatus, we are back for yet another edition the official NBA Beancast. So yeah, unfortunately, I wasn't able to make it last week because I had um, an assignment due and it took me way longer than expected to finish it. And, We're not angry. Um, we are yeah, just disappointed. Disappointed. <laughs> yeah, I, had, I had some, I had a very uh, good agenda ready to go in Praddy's hiatus as well, but that's fine. And we are deeply apologetic for this, but... We hope we can make it up to you with today's episode. Praddy, what have we got lined up for today? Well, there's a whole lot of news to get through. A lot of stuff starting up, a lot of stuff changing in the NBA, um, between coaches, certain awards to given to, to certain frauds, um, the playoffs, a lot of upsets happening, a lot of surprising results, and then a lot of non-unsurprising results. Um, and then obviously we talk about what what just transpired uh today's game um and then we've got a, b- a bit of weekly malnourishment but to get us started as usual trivia guys in the top 10 for most assists in a 50 point game there are actually only five players there are certain p- players who have repeated it repeated it in that line with the most assists so many times that there are only five players within that James Harden. okay yep james Harden is number one can you guys name number Russell two West for me Bro- then no. <laughs> LeBron James. Not LeBron James either. Oh, jeez. Who's had 50 right and Right after that, bro. you guys just Holy. lose completely. Okay, if we're going for Allen the second, Iverson. Um, player in this. Not Allen Iverson. Um, MJ? Not MJ either. Who's had My goodness. number one? Like, who's dropped a ton of 50? Kareem. Uh, not oh. Kareem either. Who's dropped 50 so enough to have 10 assists? Like... Yeah, so Kobe. Um, this is a player who has played for one, two. Wait, can we clarify? So, did you? Is it fifty and ten assists in a game, or they've scored fifty and the most assists? So they have to have scored fifty points and the most assists they get. They led in assists as well. Yeah, yeah, Kobe. Not Kobe. What the hell kind of? Oh. Not MJ. How many guys drop a bunch of 50 points? This guy in the same Shaq, year, Shaq. he was the uh not Shaq. Ten assists. Nah, it wouldn't be Shaq. Like not ten assists, sorry, like the most I mean, assists. Where, you know, you can drop casual fifty and a couple something something. Um in well, I'll give you hmm. one of the years that, that'll be relevant to this. In the 72-73 season, this guy was both the scoring champ and the assist champion. 73. But wait, Wilt has done this before, right? Uh, Yes, Wilt is the third on the list. Oh, who's second? Okay. Um, Who's dropping 50? Andon. Who's dropping 50 in the 70s? Really? Um, <laughs> we, we, we know this dude, don't we? It's just going to be like, a, oh, was, crap, it was him when yeah, we find out. Yeah, this guy out. was on one of our most yeah. recent trivias as well. So. Most recent trivia? Um, wait, hold up. Most recent trivias. All right. 
Nah, that's too. Nah. 50s. Uh, 50s and 70s. Averaged 18. Well, just about 19 points a game and 7.4 assists for his career. How many points? Uh, How many points? Just about 19 points. Not Nate Archibald. It is Nate Archibald. Uh, oh, it is Bro, Nate Archibald. Nate Archibald, Archibald. there yeah, you go. When you, said, when you said 19 and 7, yeah, I was like, Nate Archibald. He was an answer a while ago. Yeah. Then I was thinking, nah, I can't be. Yeah. Can't be. <laughs> so we have one more. Wait. I was shocked that he... Uh, I didn't know he had a 50-point game. You guys have already got him uh, willed. He's number yeah, like, three. Yeah, like, who dropped 50? Uh, T-Mac? Like, that's crazy. Hmm? Not T-Mac. Number four played... Oh, my goodness. You guys are pro definitely not going to get this. This guy played from 1956 till 1970. Is it George Mikan? <laughs> my man, Bob Pettit. <laughs> no, neither. Um, Alex English? No, Alex, Alex English didn't play that guy. long ago. Um, uh, average 17.3 points per game, five rebounds and five assists for his career. Five rebounds and five assists. Yeah, played for a total of four teams, including the Knicks, the St. Louis Hawks, um, the Atlanta nah. Hawks, and well, Hawks. continued for the Atlanta Hawks, but changed his number from 18 to 19. Who played for the Hawks in this... The 60s. This is a Hall of Famer, um, by the way. Six-time All-Star, three times All uh, three times All NBA. Right, the, the, the NBA Hall of Fame is not hell? that hard to get into. Oh, this is bad. There's a yeah, lot of yeah. NBA Hall of Famers. That, um, that is true. That is true. Um, <laughs> so from 55, I'm just trying to think like Hawks legends. From 55 um, to when was it? 70. From 56 till 1970. Started his career with the New York Knicks. That's, that's a, this is a good question. This is hard, man. Does he won a championship? Like Bob Pettit is my final answer, even though it's no, not right. No championships to his, to his name, I believe. No, I no watched the answer. Uh, <laughs> this is Richie yeah. Garrett. No, I wouldn't have got. Yeah, well, never I was never going to get that. <laughs> I was never going to get that. All right. But this last guy, I cannot believe. Brandon Jennings. No, oh. uh, but same team. Corey Brewer. Terrence Ross. Did, did you not hear that just now? Same team as oh. Brandon Roy. Not not during the time that he was on. Dame. Oh, Dame. Poland, hey, Dame. Dame. Oh, yeah, that would have been like five weeks ago. He got like yeah. 50 and probably had like... <laughs> that would have been pretty recent. Yeah, because he yeah. was going on those 50 point... He probably did it about eight times in the last games. few months. Crazy. Dome Lizard. That's crazy stat. Oh, yeah. Wait, so Dome. was Harden first? Yes, Harden Didn't was Didn't he have one. a 50 and 15 game or some crazy I'm assuming game? Harden would also have yeah, the most. Just given, yeah, I believe. I'd say he'd have the most as well. Like, just based on the volume of how many 50-point games he has, he, so, he has to have had yeah, the most. Yeah, Harden um, made three appearances in the top 10. That's pretty impressive. And Dame, I believe, made two appearances. In the last so. month. Pretty good. <laughs> pretty good. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, with that, guys, we can jump straight into news. Um, well, not too much news uh, on this one, not too much to discuss, but the training camp bubble has begun with uh, teams such as the Warriors, the Bulls. Yeah, Bulls Clay's back. Up. Yeah, Clay is back, baby. Um, we do have news that uh, Steph and Dre have not joined the Warriors for this, um, and Steve Kerr obviously explaining that uh, family commitments have I kept mean, Steph away. I mean, they probably have this away. time of year off anyway. I mean, yeah. Yeah, uh, sure. Um, Actually, yeah, this is a I couple mean, months. Yeah, but like you, you get what I mean. Like, 
Actually, before, no, it's like before pre- the next season. season. When did, season usually yeah. starts in October, uh, d- right? You guys saw the video of Clay. Um, I did, bro. Very good to see looks him. Real yeah, good. Looks good. Looks real good. It looks good. It's been like 470 days since he played, so I'm really. I think, um, uh, yeah, an underrated part of the whole hiatus thing is KD and Clay getting way more time than they would have otherwise. Oh, yeah. Instead, that instead of you know, eh, you know, nine, ten months having to Gordon Hayward it. Where they just recover and then they just go straight back well, in yeah, without preseason. Uh, yeah. Hey Prad, do you follow the B-Ball, uh No, sorry, J Law Beeble uh, YouTube channel? Nah, I don't, mate. Hey, shout out J Law, by the way. <laughs> um, so he's Clay's trainer. Oh yeah, and yeah, yeah, he's yeah, been yeah. posting some videos every now and then of Clay shooting oh. sessions. It's nuts. He does Bro, not I've miss. Never seen him miss. I mean, no he's one does. He, he, he doesn't Neither miss. Neither does Dwight Howard in training. <laughs> no, but like, like Clay, Clay's is particularly nuts because like he, he barely even hits the it rim. It doesn't. No, it like, doesn't hit. Maybe once or maybe once. Like it just drops during the dri- during a drill. It's crazy man. Yeah, and you can just hear it <laughs> oh rip through the nails. Well, it's wild. Oh man, give me Clay. It look too day, easy. Yeah. Like I, I don't care. Uh, next piece of news is uh good news for Bulls fans. Billy Donovan is replacing uh Jim Boylan. Um, that, yeah, that's so good news because, I mean, you could yeah, have replaced him with a limbless infant and it would be an upgrade on Jimmy Boylan. So, I mean, <laughs> it's a W. Hey, man, you, you are doing my man Egg w, Popovich brother. dirty. Hopefully. Um, he was given I mean, a terrible roster and a terrible front office and you guys expected him to perform brother, how? They had no, some good assets. No. They did not. They, bro. Sorry. Bro, what I've assets? never seen Zach Levine, Larry man, Markman. I've never seen a team... Like, <laughs> Have you man. seen Kobe White? The man's bro, field goal percentage bro, starts with a three. Thomas Sadoransky, man. Kaz, <laughs> like, I've, I've never seen a team in my entire life blow away a 20-point lead 35 times in a season. The Chicago Bulls did that. I've also, it's incredible to watch. I've also life. never seen a team incredible in my life. I've never seen a coach in my life call a timeout when a player is <laughs> right, like, about, about to, yam to score. It. <laughs> Yeah, nah, but in all seriousness, um, should be, should be one of very, uh, very many good coaching decisions coming up. I think, um, Philly seemed to be in a pretty strong position to land a good coach. A lot of, a lot of good coaches available. Looks like they want to extend Elton Brand. I mean. That should be interesting. Well, they said that they, they're happy to extend him because he's the one that's happy to take the blame for all the shenanigans the, the, <laughs> the you know i'll be your scapegoat it's okay yeah. he's, he's kind of the one saying you know Just what i gave tobias harris a max contract and then a week later he's saying you know what that was a bad decision but i'll wear that but that's not going to get rid of his contract is it alton no <laughs> but philly, philly i think philly are actually in a I mean, I wouldn't say they're in a bad position. I think they're actually in a good position because, like, they have pieces that people will actually want. I know that they're on bad contract, but that's sort of kind of irrelevant in the NBA because you can always mix and match, as Paddy said, Buddy Heald to get, get him Buddy Heald or whatever it was. Yeah, it looks like Buddy Heald wants... Uh, yeah. well, we, we've known for a while that Buddy Heald wants out of the, Sac- out of the Sacramento mess, and... Uh, Looks like Philly would uh, Philly would like him. So Patty, just just not? on the it's news, real quick, is um Mike Budenholzer fired yet? <laughs> All right, moving on. Next bit of news. That, yeah. Next bit of news. Hey, you, you can't pin Next that whole news, thing on Budenholzer. Is uh, the uh, parting of ways between the uh, Houston Rockets and Mike Dan Tony? Yeah, that was brother. crazy. That <laughs> MD, he's the one who actually decided. 
I'm leaving. And I don't blame him because their best chance was a couple years ago. I mean, it's pretty obvious. Um, I think Steve Nash actually hit it on the head saying that them taking Golden State as far as they did was like nearly as good as winning a ring because like n- nobody was beating that Golden State team and Houston probably in the, at the end of the day probably should have. Um, they were a crisp ball injury were, away were, from beating you know, that team. Probably, gee, like two minutes away from, you know, from making it. So. Hey, Brady, I, I see, I see you I don't mean, agree. Bro, <laughs> I don't agree because of what we saw the season after when uh, yeah, well, that, yeah, everyone was yeah, healthy. That year they were the Warriors close. were half broken. This is fair. And they still Yeah, well, that losing. year they, they had a chance. I, I said <laughs> Chris Paul sorry, was not the was same the player the next season. Pratty, hey, opinion. you know like, I said uh, for five years, bro. <laughs> nobody's beating Golden State when they're up and running. I don't care. You can throw Michael Jordan out. I don't give a shit, man. They're they're beating anybody. Like doesn't matter. But I think MDA <laughs> he deserves all the credit. Yeah, like, like he, oh, yeah, he he was yeah. willing to flip the switch entirely on like how they how the NBA was played. Like obviously Steph was making the the more threes, but then who thought? All three. You are not giving Daryl Morey enough credit. Oh, no, no, I yeah, well, Morey, but then actually implementing it, obviously, to um, NBA. Yeah, I mean, you have to be one hell of a coach to be implementing a, a strategy that revolves around no one over 6-7, I think. Yeah, I, I think I'm seeing <laughs> yeah, a lot of um, um, Philly he, might get in, which I think would be super interesting because it's kind of like polar yeah, opposite to Jimmy good, H. Yeah, the the roster doesn't fit what um hey, he's Mike very Antonio good at getting a lot out of to run his system. Like it's completely different. Yeah, but the the but the fundamental part of a Mike D'Antoni offense is space. There there is no space on that yeah, roster. Yeah, this, this is my whole point oh, though. You just watch mate when they it's, get it's like, big like it's, it's like trying to make a, a sandwich without Elvin, bread. You just, you just <laughs> trade, you know, Tobias Harris for Landry Shamet and Joel and yeah, that'll be Clay that'll Thompson be easy. You're good. Trading Tobias Harris, billion four, easy. Pride. I'm I'm sure teams are just lining up to give Tobias Harris thirty four million dollars a year. <laughs> hey, to the Knicks might. The Knicks eat up might. cap space. Uh, <laughs> no, but I think the one that they like. I said, either I don't think the um, Sixers need to move on from Tobias Harris. I, I don't think so either. I, I don't know why the discussion has come here. Al Horford needs to go, and I already did previously work out a deal to potentially make that happen. Um, you did. That's but, right. Give us Buddy Hield. We want him in Philly. Buddy Hield and Rashawn Holmes, baby. Nah, I'm I'm with you. I think Philly, yeah, like at the core, you don't have to shoot threes. If you have Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid, you don't have to shoot threes. I don't care what anybody says. Like your two freight trains, probably the the best off. Oh, Jokic probably the best offensive big, but best scoring. Because you seem like you disagree. Best scoring big in the league, Joel Embiid. I think, and then Ben Simmons. He's a bull. Like he's a truck man. He's like six foot ten bulldozer like just if anybody can sort that team out i'd put M- mda in the in the top few coaches all right so i'm not going to get too heavy into the x's and o's here because i don't think too many people want to get into that but i will just say this you cannot and i mean cannot have a winning playoff team in the nba if your lead ball handler is not a threat to score from the perimeter ben simmons is not a threat to score from the perimeter they're going to have to get creative with him. Otherwise, there is no way that they're going to achieve anything in the playoffs. It's not going to happen. The same thing that teams did to Giannis, and 
the Nuggets brother, did to LeBron. Brother, Philly, Philly, Philly to were one, one rim bounce away from, from winning it all, brother. What do you mean? And they had Jimmy Butler on that team. And Ben Simmons They had the prime... a better team. Bro. <laughs> with Butler, shooters. They, they, this Butler team has no shooters. On that yeah. team? As soon as they traded away Shamit, like, this the whole team operation has... just went in, down in flames. I mean, like, you can't trade away a, a budget Clay Thompson. Like, that's just... Look, Whew. I will say you can't that. trade away forty percent of Clay Thompson That's right. on five percent right. of his contract. Exactly, you just can't um, do it. That's it. Final piece of news is that uh, something that hasn't happened since MJ was around. Oh. Giannis got the first MVP and Depoy in the same year. Oh uh, we will talk about his epic collapse. Uh, well, we did already <laughs> talk about that um, with uh, Rahul and Jinx, but um, I guess congrats to Giannis. Winning and then I guess winning after being kicked out of the playoffs. That I uh, not the first. It's a weird award, brother. isn't it? What? I I don't know. I think they need to award this before the season ends. Well, look. Imagine this situation where they, they had do done it. where COVID isn't a thing. No. What? What? Okay. Sorry. What I mean is at the end of the regular no, I season. I get what you mean. No, they yeah, no, used to do you, that yeah. though before the awards night. Like remember every yeah, that's award. Thing. Imagine was, how bad it was. Like how bad it could have been if we no longer even cared. Like um, the 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 entire playoffs are finished. The draft has begun. Very late. And then we and then we drew the awards night. Yeah, like it's weird. Not... Like no one cared about the MVP because like we all knew who it was going to yeah. be. Um. And, and yeah, and even with the awards yeah, night, like, like he, he you know it's like you know it's coming. Well. Like I, I sort of remember when like when KD won, it was sort of like it just sort of sprouts up on you. Like it's like just all of a sudden it's like oh, ESPN is showing da 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 da. Like I I liked that. I thought it was cool. And like at least the player was like in their like hometown. Like got all the like the fans and stuff. I think I don't know. Like the awards night, just kind of like a. You know, just the glamour yeah, I mean, show. I, I think the NBA, <laughs> the NBA for sure now knows that, um, like award the awards night didn't work and wasn't going to work when people were more interested in when the players were getting awards and having these small, you know, like receiving videos, right? Like, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Montrez Harrell mm. and all of the other guys when they got their awards and just having those short, you know, personal videos, heartfelt videos where the player would receive or hear the news it's, of them yeah, winning it's, and yeah. just get that short video. Apparently, Lou Williams gave Montrez his six ma- his six man of the <laughs> year award trophy. Man. He's got three. <laughs> he doesn't need them all. I mean, nah, I, I think you're right, Paddy. I think, like, well, as I said, like, a few years ago, it's just so much better, like... Uh, like it's kind of good to get your award in front of like your peers and your competition and that, but I'm sure that mm. the player would much rather be like in their, you know, like their local arena or whatever with all the fans who've supported them all year. Like you've got your whole like coaching staff, the entire organization's there. I, I just feel like that's that's better. I think you're right. Well, I think they might yeah, they might yeah. go back to I don't know. It probably depends how much money they're making from the award show i guess oh yeah that's that's the big thing and marketing the marketing the alleged races even though most of them are blowouts every year but whatever (laughs) um all right but with that there's one uh playoff series which i didn't get to talk to uh, talk about with uh rahul and jinx and that is uh the la clippers versus denver nuggets um hey praddy three (laughs) two one we called it (laughs) Wait, you called it. Who called it? No one called it, brother. What the? Sorry. 
Uh, did you did you not have a listen to um the last few episodes, Bill? Me saying that if this one goes later in, it's it's Denver's uh, Denver's game. No, like I mean, at the, at the end of the day, I mean, all, and we can see it in the reports that are coming out about the team. Team chemistry was a huge problem. No one wanted to listen to a word Paul George had to say. Apparently, Did as we well, which him? I thought was hilarious. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> Everyone just wants I mean, to point fingers. I'll no be, I'll be real, Paddy. I, I wanted up. Denver to like go all the way, like since last November. I think we were on Denver, but like when they're down like three one on Utah, I, I wrote them off. They were down three one to Clippers. I wrote them off. Like, I mean, they've done really well. I think they're ahead of schedule. Um, as you said, the the years Definitely. before this year, they sort of didn't really achieve what they should have like they were a two seed going to seven games against the seven seed it's kind of like like yeah they're winning the series but are they really playing that well um and i think this year like even though every series you know like the the utah series goes seven the clipper series goes to seven um like we can say that they weren't their best at the start of utah like the clippers were obviously better than denver but then denver just went crazy um in the remaining two and a half games they just went absolutely nuts and fully deserved it uh jamal Jamal went nuts very clearly i'm 100 going to say the clippers are and are not a better team than denver you cannot say that i mean they're definitely a better team coming off of a seven game series that doesn't mean they're better teams lose games toronto last year went better than golden state but toronto won yeah but that but, uh, actually, fair enough. Um, the Clippers were battling injury. Paul George played all seven <laughs> games. Nah, like, nah. Like, Clipp- Clippers, man, Clippers are up over 10, like, every single game. They they just shit the bed. That's all it is. Like, they're still the better team. They're still the better team now. It's just... I, I Denver think, just, no, I th- Denver I think, I think we do need to give... Them. Like, <laughs> Denver fully deserve... Denver deserve the credit for winning the series, Patty, but they're not a better team. Like, they're just not. The team that Brady's won face. three consecutive games to win the series is not a better team than the team that had a, had a double-digit lead because they Brady, blew it themselves. 2016 Golden State... Are you not giving any credit 2016 to the fact that one Golden team State were better than the Cavs. Th- they didn't win the series, but they were still better than the Cavs. The best team doesn't win every single series. It's just the way sport is. The best team doesn't always win. That's literally not the case. Okay, Steph and Clay. I'm going to say... Uh, Steph, Clay, and Dre, that was a fantastic pairing. But you have to say the fact that Kevin Love, LeBron James, and Kyrie Irving on their own are three t- far more talented players than the l- r- remaining players that the w- Warriors had. I, I still don't... Bro, the, the Golden State were still better. They're still better. Golden State were better once we got KD, yeah. <laughs> no, even in 2016. They definitely were yeah, better once they got KD. KD. But- but I, I think I think people are understating how good those Cavs you know teams were. That was actually were really a really good, good matchup yeah. when fully healthy. Also, um, on this Denver Nuggets LA Clippers scenario, I think the Nuggets were somewhat being underrated because all people were talking about for a really long time was how the Clippers imploded. The Clippers did implode, but the Nuggets did play Jamal. really well, and there are reasons. As, there are definitely reasons as to why the Nuggets beat them, and it wasn't just the Clippers imploding. Jamal Murray finally started hitting those pull-up threes, which we all did, wanted to see. I mean, did we? <laughs> he got a lay- he he got an insane layup package, which <laughs> I didn't I didn't expect him to be able to finish like this. 
And Jamal being able to hit pull-up threes and also being able to attack the rim opens up the whole offense. Jokic was unbelievable. And Doc Rivers making the decision to double-team him with two defenders, both six inches shorter than him, were very and, stupid. Jeez. Oh, and to play more. I, I was telling Bill after... I was telling Bill, even when they were winning, I was like, they keep double-teaming Jokic. Jokic is going to make them pay. This yeah. is stupid. You can't double-team a seven-foot man with a six-foot-six man and a six-foot-eight man. Thing that's really, really dumb to me is that... When he's that good at We've passing, seen in like the most re- like between La- the Lakers and uh, Denver, obviously, it, it, Dwight didn't do an amazing. He did a good job. He did as much as a, jo- a job as he can. But Javale McGee, who was a major rotational piece during the Lakers regular season, did not play more than five minutes, basically. Yeah, Javale gets bodied yeah, by right? Jokic. So he, he he can't stop him. How do you not like <laughs> uh, uh, like I get that one happened uh, one event happened after this event, but. Like, it's so obvious that one player on your team is getting torched by this guy every time. Be an actual head coach and say, no, no yeah, you're, you're not right. able to stop yeah. him. I'm going to match Ivica Zubac's minutes with um, Jokic. And then the yeah, because Zub- Zubac off, was really good. He was really good. Because Zubac yeah. did a good job on Jokic. He, 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 he did. did about as well yeah. as you can expect anyone to do against yeah. Nikola Jokic. I, yeah, I, you're, you're spot on. I, I said it weeks ago. I said it, like, because... In the last five years, like, every single year has just been like, right, well, Golden State are going to win the West. LeBron and the Cavs <laughs> are probably going to win the East. We haven't really, like, been given a chance to see, like, co- like we-, we saw Brad Stevens, like, fight with everything he had to try and beat the Cavs, but they just didn't have enough. And, like, we haven't had an opportunity to see, like, what coaches actually how, like, can bring to the table. And I think this year... It's sort of been like an even slate. And we've seen it. We've seen it. Like, Spolster's been amazing, number one. And then, like, but even, like, Mike Malone turning Denver around. Like, they're down 3-1 on Utah. Like, before they were down 3-1 on the Clippers. Like, <laughs> we, we've seen coaching, like, I think to its full extent. Like, even Brad Stevens and the Celtics, they've adjusted fairly well to Miami. Won't be surprised when they win tomorrow and they're playing Game 7 on uh, on Tuesday. So... Oh, you've you you really cut about me, man. Karan. Cringe as hard as you possibly can. Nah, but I, I'm glad, man. He's wincing in pain right now. That is the hey, Gilgamesh we, guarantee. We waited, that. We waited many years for a sort of a, an even slate. And I think the the coaches are are a big factor. I think they're nearly as important as as your best player, because if you can't maximize your team and sort of negate what the opposition's throwing at you, then you're Mike Brudenholzer and your team is shit at the end of the hey, day. Also, and let's give let's give some credit to Frank Vogel as well. He yeah, has done an that's amazing job yeah, with the, 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 the Lakers defensive schemes and the rotations. Incredible. We will 100% be giving Frank Vogel all the compliments he needs once we get to that. Um, but yes, one last but thing I wanted now to bring it's, up. We, we also need to rip on Doc Rivers. That man <laughs> won a championship 12 years ago. Hey, hey, shout out to him for that. But the, the consensus among us is that that was mostly on Tom Thibodeau. Um, he's been coasting <laughs> off that ever since. <laughs> um, like, no, like, like all he, members he, of the 2008 Celtics. He seems to be a coach. Hey, nah, come on. Get... KG was an MVP. I'll say that. <laughs> I mean, yeah. He seems to be a coach that can get the most out of a team without talent. So, like, yeah. basically what Brad Stevens was when he didn't have talent. But the problem is once he does have talent, he doesn't know what to do with it, which is what Brad Stevens has that Doc Rivers does not. 
This is um, true. Oh, I don't know. I think they just Brad Stevens has. Uh, they just yeah, cooked anyway. it, man. They just cooked it. Um, nah, let's not make that comparison. Let's yeah. just look, Lou, keep, it, keep it on top. What, what I want to talk about is the fact that Lou Will, clearly his his decisions leading up to the bubble really, really affected the Clippers. Brother, his decisions um, in the bubble, specifically on the basketball court, <laughs> really affected the Clippers. He was awful. What, he, what he his decision to not to grow he was six awful, inches? I, I actually was checking it. He, he yeah, made, he like, well. his three-point field goal percentage was, like, 12 or something. Like, it was ridiculous. <laughs> I just don't think... No, I think what yeah. we saw was that most players were ready to go. Like, most of them had used the, the time off, like, fairly wisely, like, stayed in good shape, you know, hit the gym, basketball gym, um, as often as they could. But then, like, ob- especially Jokic. Yeah, like obviously a, a couple, <laughs> a couple of them like had COVID and and injuries, like um, like Ras, Dame, um, but yeah, Jokic as well. But then, like, obviously, you've got the whole opposite of being stupid is uh, Lou Williams. So yeah, it's um, no, it cost them. It, it okay, really and did. another it thing, and another another thing, I want to get on Doc for this as well, um. Do you not see that the Nuggets are going Lou Will hunting every single time he is on the floor in the fourth quarter? Every single time. If Jokic was on the floor, Murray was on the floor, Lou I'm Williams was on the floor, the ball handler's calling for a screen on um the ball handler's calling from a screen from Whoever, the guy that Lou Williams is yeah, guarding, yeah. they switch on to Lou and they score. Every single time. And the thing is, Lou Will is not such a talent like, you know, Steph Curry or oh, something. He doesn't who, have like, to be on, yeah. Oh, he doesn't have to be on the Yeah, court. he doesn't have to yeah, be on. No. He's, he doesn't have to not be a closer. You have Kawhi Leonard on your team. Yeah. It's like, just weird, <laughs> yeah. I I think, Kaz, your point's pretty good. Like, I think that if they had their time again, they probably, well, would have liked more time to sort of figure it out. Um, I, I we talked about it next year that they'll probably be better for it. To be fair, I mean, assuming they can stay together, and I mean, Kawhi has no emotions anyway. But Paul George, we we don't know. He probably bitch out of it or something. Um, but I think it. They can both leave after could, the season. Could, no, next, next, <laughs> next. Two, yeah, yeah. That's what oh, I mean. Yeah, like this yeah, upcoming yeah. season. Yeah, I don't know. Like it's a. Like, it happens in a lot of sports. I mean, it's different in the NBA because it's a best of seven kind of operation. But in, in a lot of sports, like, having a, a big loss can be can be a good thing. I'm not saying it will be. Yeah, if you've, if you've got a good team culture, then having, then losing that is, the, like, having a big loss in the finals or Eastern Conference yeah. finals or whatever can actually be a good thing because it can galvanize a team. Yeah. I don't know if the Clippers are built I like mean, that, though. I mean, yeah, like, I know we Golden State got KD after they lost, but they <laughs> went on a tear. Like, they, they just weren't going to lose. Like, it's just you, that. That's just what it was. Bruh, th- 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 this man just wants to ignore the Miami Heat, don't they? They ran it back with the same team and won the next two years. It's a bit different to Golden State bringing in another oh, superstar but, and then winning. Yeah. But same, they're just the more recent. It's not like the Clippers can do that. They're just the more recent, like example. But nah, like um, I I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens. I think that the Clippers next season are going to be fine Trade in the regular Montrez. season. I think they definitely they definitely do need to. Well, I think tra- he can walk. Tra- 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 he's a free agent. Well, even better, he's a free even agent. better. You don't have but, to get um, a bag of salt and vinegar chips for him. 
Are they capped out though? Mm, I believe they would be at this be point. Close. Because they no, they trade yeah, for PG. Because so if they all right. Yeah, because if they're capped out, then you you kind of have to pay Montrez. Otherwise, there's nothing else you can do. Yeah, like, you, you, go, you can't yeah, add yeah, anyone so, yeah. if Montrez is. I don't um, think they really right, need him that, to be honest. I think Zubac uh, proves it proved his worth fully. To be honest, they need warm bodies. True. They need bodies. Yeah, they can play power I mean, forward. <laughs> yeah, you really only need eight guys in the. I mean, they've got a pretty sort of especially since frail well, they only have like a one year deal for uh, Marcus Morris as well, who sorry. I don't yeah, know he's how. gone. Yeah, uh, they can't pay him. I don't think. Um, um, but with that, guys, we uh, just a quick touch on. Um, well, we did talk about this with Rahul and Jinx, but I just wanted to get uh, Billy your thoughts on uh, Houston versus L- uh, LA. Just a, t- a perfect example of not adjusting to the opposition, and on the opposite end, because for um, what's his name, Frank Vogel, a perfect example of adjusting to your opposition. Um, but yeah. I will say this: when you when you play only one way and your roster is only built to play one way, there's not too many adjustments I mean, that you can actually make. Well, you can probably number one tell your three point shooters to maybe move off the ball and make some cuts, but you're, I mean, you you can, are right. You can tell them to you can tell them to move and make cuts, but you you actually have to scheme the they moves. They were just cuts. yeah, that's yeah. They they were just too predictable at, at the end of the day. Like it's the Lakers just have so many ways of attacking, and we saw that when uh, I think Kenny broke it down really well. It's like um, once someone like LeBron gets an ISO situation, no one is standing still on that. Team, See, I then. I don't Every, think they like, lost it on that end. I think that they defended the Lakers. About as well as they could, to be completely honest with you. They lost it on the other end. They were just too predictable. Like they they were playing how they wanted to play, which is which is fine. But if playing how you want to play isn't working or producing the results, then you need to do something else, which they didn't do. It's it's the only way that they can well, play though. Well, <laughs> you got to you got to do something. Problem. If you're losing, you got to you got to try the something. Point like. try- the point I was trying to make so, is that Brad, like. The, the Lakers' role players, once LeBron had an ISO situation, they would move off of the ball, which opened things up for him. Or yeah, but that's least, every LeBron you know, team for the last 10 yes. years. Like, Did the Houston yeah, yeah, yeah. do any of that? Go- oh, Houston, yeah. Houston um, just on offense were, were terrible. They, 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 I've it was seen... basically like watching the Bucks. Like, you know, yeah, exactly. Le- it was. Giannis it truly was. Statues. Yeah. It's like you've you've got the, other... you, you know you, you know the pro, you know the the common denominator here is right between the Bucks and the Houston Rockets. Uh, Besides the, the coach that that no that they have a lead ball handler on the floor who can't shoot. Mm. Well, here's <laughs> the thing on that note. Actually, is that I really wanted to see because we saw this a like maybe one or two possessions within within each game. Russ would have the ball in like the closer to low post. And he was unstoppable on his mid-range. I've said this a long, a yeah, long he, time. This year, once they made that switch, he was very good um, out of there. Russ was unstoppable on that mid-range turnaround or just face-up uh, face jump shot. There is no, not a single guard or even some forwards on the Lakers who can guard, that sh- uh, guard Russ when he's that low because he's strong. He's a very physically strong person. He's able to get position and his jump shot is so smooth from there. It's just about money every time. If he's just dribbling in and uh, taking in a mid-range shot, it's cash every time. I don't know why they didn't let him do that. Or, uh, let him do that a bit more instead. Well, no, it wasn't even whether they let him do it. For some reason, he just Russ didn't do it. <laughs> was, was insistent on he, he he just jacked yeah, up threes. <laughs> receiving the ball. 
at the three-point line and then standing still instead of like at least jabbing and then trying to cut in a little bit, which was really disappointing because once yeah, he gets so, inside, he's such a threat. Well, he I can, he can drive in. The, the Lakers, the Lakers were smart. Yeah. So what that, so what they did, and I said that they were going to do this before the series. They put Anthony Davis on, put Anthony Davis on Russ nominally by playing him way off the three-point line just Basically daring him to shoot. what the Warriors did with Tony Allen back in the day. Yeah, I, yeah exactly. Yeah. You know what I wanted to see Houston do, Brad? I wanted to see Houston play Russ in the, the Draymond Green role. So, you know, in the pick and roll. Yeah. So, you know how um when the Warriors used to run a high pick and roll, yeah. they'd have the big man um screen for Steph, but then they'd also have Draymond nearby because if the opposition trapped the pick and roll, Steph can hit a pass to Draymond who can then make, make a decision and find the open decision. man. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, Russell Westbrook's decision-making on the court can be questionable at times, but the dude is a former MVP hey. point guard. I'm sure he is capable of this. I don't know why D'Antoni yeah. didn't just have him it play was a, out it was when coaching. Harden was it getting really double I, I think Russ wasn't... wasn't... No, Russ has only been on that team for, like, a year, right? Yeah. Like, he, they, they had a specific way that they played. They They didn't get to play that because Russ was playing on... Not one hundred percent healthy legs. Yeah, and so I think that's a that's know, a it's a big thing. He he was obviously wasn't as explo- explosive as he as he can be, but at the same time, I think a lot of it's on MDA as well. Like if if your coach isn't going to scheme to adjust to the opposition, and you're just playing the same way over and over again, if you're not winning, you're not going to win playing the same way over and over again. If you're not <laughs> winning, it's I just don't get it. Yeah, after like game two, the yeah, Lakers I just, I don't out. understand. Um, like. And as as game you said, Kaz, what what they did in the re- in the regular season and towards the back end, which which was when I sort of really thought Houston had it figured out when Russ was a hundred percent, was when when Harden was getting doubled, he was throwing to Russ in the, like essentially at the free throw line, and Russ at the free throw line, you've got essentially a four on three because Harden's got two way out on the perimeter, and then you've got Russ either attacking one on one. It's probably buckets or you've got an open open shooter it's cash but but i also think how the lakers played that strategy specifically was really good because i think what they needed to do they 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 can't have russ catching it at the free throw line because they've got ad camping in the paint what they needed to do was bring him up because the lakers were double teaming him super high as well so what they probably should have done was when they were double teaming the lakers at half court Russ is standing around the three-point line, so Harden can just get it to him yeah. immediately. And then, yeah, you've got the four-on-three. Yeah. You can find, if even though Russ Russ is the the open shooter, you can drive. They just, you can I think find they just didn't else. have it. Same as the box. Just there just wasn't enough sort of chaos. Like when you've got players that talented on the offensive end, you don't have to like run perfect sets and stuff. Like you just need to get them a, a fairly decent look. And yeah, they don't no, run sets. I mean, I'm not saying you have to. Like just get some off, but like. Golden State don't run, didn't run a whole lot of plays either. They just had Steph Curry and Clay Thompson running around on the perimeter, and all of a sudden you you Movement, get him, yeah, and all of a sudden oh it's it's only Kevin Looney, but he's he's literally in the paint by himself, like it's a bucket. Uh, like I think that's all they needed. They just needed to like it, instead it was yeah okay Harden gets doubled, he throws the pass to Russ, you know at the free throw line and AD's there. Where's Russ going? Oh. He's going to kick it out to a shooter, but where are the shooters going to be? Oh, in the corner. So the Lakers defense get an easy rotation. I think that it was just yeah, the, bad the Lakers coaching. were incredibly disciplined on the on the double teams as well because like they they'd stunt on the double and then they'd scram out to the shooters as soon as the ball left Harden's hands, which was again like 
it was great to watch from just a basketball fan standpoint. And also another thing that I want to say is shout out to AD. That dude was insane on both ends of the floor. Um, Paddy, he was Paddy's unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Hey, no, nah, you, you got to give it to I him. I think he nearly, literally nearly every series has been like at the end of the series probably dwindled down to whoever's coached better so far. Like to be completely honest, probably with the exception of the Bucks and the Magic in the first round because Budenholzer still didn't change anything. The Bucks were just way too talented for the Magic. Um, honestly, I think every every other series has been due to one coach um, out coaching another. I think um, Spo and um, Brad Stevens probably neck and neck. I don't think Boston should be should have been down 3-1, but... Oh, we'll, we'll get to that series are. in a moment, but uh, um, the, the, obviously the, the one that's just finished, uh, the Lakers versus the Nuggets, um, this was a... This, it felt like it was a series that could have gone to seven, even within each game. Um, yeah, because it was so yeah, close. A, like, a lot of the honestly, games were close. Game, was it, game two was AD's game winner, right? Like that Wait, game was two? a game that the Lakers could have lost. Two, yeah, two. I reckon it was game two. Damn. Um, that was three, crazy. Game three was like again just a couple of possessions between each team. Like, yeah. and we'll get to the refereeing in a moment. But like again, even game just one a few possessions <sighs> going one way or another, and you know it could have changed a lot. Um, game four. Hey, did you so guys see um, Mason that, Plumley uh, on that? Game four also. Did you guys see right, Mason Plumley on AD's game winner? I mean, no, he didn't uh, do anything. That's what you mean. He was <laughs> <horrid>. completely lost. <laughs> it was it was pretty bad. He he, he double teamed the screener. I'm I'm um, I'm with it, Pratty. Denver, like after this year, whoo. Uh, uh-uh. I I don't want to play Denver if I'm if I'm in the West. I mean, we 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 actually talked about them earlier when we said that um they needed a third uh, no like essentially we weren't sure whether Murray could be the yeah we we just said he they need more like more consistent production from him because. No team in the in the current league, sort of, you can't really operate around one really good player and then have your second best, who's probably decent. Um, just because the the way the top teams are constructed, you just you just have to be better. Like you just need two like really good solid players. And Murray, I think Murray showed it. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It. Yeah, fully, I hundred percent agree with you. And they. And, I've never seen and anything like this. I haven't mentioned this yet. <laughs> They've done this all without my man Will Barton. Like, <laughs> no, he's very good. Like, I don't mean he that as a good. joke. He, he was good. probably, I mean, he's before Murray went bananas, he was probably actually their second best player to Jokic the whole year. But and I mean, yeah, the, like you think about that for a moment. They already have so many good pieces. Oh man, they're that, in. Like, yeah. that they were playing with. Yeah. And if you remember that, they have to add. Um, MPJ, who's a who's he's still basically a rookie. He's a rookie, right? Yeah, yeah. Like he's gonna get better. Or like obviously, I think this is his second right. season. It's in his the second, league. but he hasn't. He didn't play until this year. Yeah, so you you yeah. you are right. But yeah, like he's a sophomore yeah. counted like, as a rookie. You you think that they have to add the experience of what once MPJ gets that experience, he he's gonna be a lot better. Once they get Will Barton back, they're gonna be a lot better altogether. It's like this team, like you said, I don't want to face them. I would, I wouldn't want to face them. Um, Hell no, bro. Hey, I got a question on MPJ though. Yeah, did he reclassify when he was in high school? Because he's twenty-two years old. But this is the second season in the league. 
Nah, it would just be like his date of birth is late and because we've had the hiatus and operation, I'd assume. I don't think he did. No, no, like... like. Sorry, could you explain that? Yeah, I, I'm not sure. No. Nah. What do you mean? So, um, Michael Porter Jr. is 22 years old, right? Yes. But this is the second season in the league, but he only played one season in college. Yep. So, okay, for example, Jason yeah, no, Tatum is one and done. He's also 22, but he's been in the league for an extra nah. year. I feel like, nah, he's just... It would just add up sort of funky. <laughs> yeah. It probably makes yeah, sense like the, in some weird way. The, I'm not the sure. age is off. Either way, though, um, they're, they're but, a no, yeah, he's, he's He's going to be insane. Once, once he figures out how to do something that slightly resembles defending. Yes. And also, I think once, Will Barton once he back will help learns that, it, he okay. also has teammates. He'll be pretty good. Um, yeah, I mean, there's a couple of things to look forward to for MPJ, like his shot selection as well. We saw in this game in particular, this last game, um, going tr- attempting to dunk on Anthony Davis when you're mm. jumping from like way too far out. It's just never gonna work. And out. you are built like Pratty, a noodle. Pratty, I've not seen John Moran try these things. <laughs> And I'm here for Look, it, brother. Look, ja Moran is built different, dog. <laughs> I'm here for um, it, brother. <laughs> ja, ja Moran can jump. Nah, I'm here for but, it. I no, don't care. Try um, it, brother. Try it. Holy. No, that, that, was a, that was a painfully bad attempt. That was a bad idea. Um, that was a bad was, idea. Especially when AD had already jumped. Uh, MPJ had all the time he needed to just fake that uh, fake that, and hand a pass Kick off to, out. I think, yeah. Jeremy Grant on the side, who, as we saw, could throw down properly. He's athletic. How good was Jeremy Grant today? How good has he been the series? From games 3 to 5, 20 20 points a game, I believe he averaged. The thing about Denver... Hey, Prad. Hey, Prad, do you remember back, like way back, I think it was um, Jeremy Grant's second season, where I was like, I'm a big fan of this guy, because he is the kind of player where if he develops properly, he could be an all-star. Yeah, because he's got that Athletic, athleticism. Yeah. If yeah. he gets a three-point shot, which he does, and he develops his handles. You never know. There's just but, not, like not many I, I don't know. He, at this stage, probably not. But like I, I do it's like a really the kind good, of like a really good um, player. I think that's the best thing about Denver is like yeah. Jokic aside, the rest of their team so athletic, like and so versatile. I think that's why they're so good. Like. They can yeah, all they can attack and so yeah, like they can all put the ball on the deck and they can all shoot. Like, I, bro, this team's gonna be crazy. Like, they have so many assets as well. Like, man, like next year. Well, let's hope Kroenke pays and them. Good news for them. Paul Millsap off the books after this one. Probably nearly How the right timing as well, though. Just yeah, saying. Uh, like, he wasn't on for much, but like he 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 doesn't fit the timeline of the team essentially. He, he's. No, I think he was like a bridging piece. Yeah, yeah essentially. They, like, they, they just signed him because they, really they needed timing, someone though. in that like, position. It, to be fair, it is really good timing because like they, they have got like Jeremy Grant now, MPJ. Obviously, if Gary Harris fully fit and Will Barton, they, they kind of don't need him. I think it's... Yeah, Not they're, anymore, yeah. They're in a He's really good, a good position. Piece for them during his time, but... Moosa now... was on 30 a year. Well, he was on bunch well, I mean, at a time. Probably from the yeah, Atlanta, he, he, he it was, probably yeah. the back end of that, I'd say. But yeah, no, I, he he signed as a he signed as an unrestricted free agent. Mm-hmm. Oh, did he? Uh, yeah, oh. off the back end of Atlanta, which makes sense because yeah, know, it was good. Well Atlanta, Atlanta. Yeah. <laughs> but this, yeah, this is just the. I'm not kind of surprised. Like it's a it's a former very good player. Like I just at the very end of their probably best contract. Like it's gonna be like Blake Griffin in two years. We'll be like, wait, what? Blake's on thirty five a year. 
But um, yeah, no, but you you're doing Blake dirty. Hey, I know, but bottles, I'm just though. saying that's another example, Kaz. Like, but, uh, man, yeah, I'm keen to contract. see the way how like where they go because they've been what a top three seed now for two or three years in a row, and this is probably their first sort of year having sort of real crack in the playoffs. I think, yeah, yeah. I I I really hope Stan Kroenke, who is an owner who has a reputation for being a tight ass. <laughs> actually pays this team yeah. the money it takes to keep them together because I think they're going to be special. Yeah. Um, on the other side of this, the Lakers made it through every single series, five games. Um, you, yeah, there, I mean, there's no beating the 3-1 Lakers. <laughs> yeah, rip Denver. Rip Denver. We, we, we expected this. They had them right um, where they wanted um, them. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, we... I, yeah. They just couldn't... They, even had a, they were even trailing by double digits at halftime. They it wasn't it. enough. They had it all going well, for them. They really they, like I said, every single game was super close. It felt like this game like was just a few possessions or even one possession away from yeah, being a six or seven. Just like a, a big shot here or a big shot there. Like, it's... Dem- yeah, Denver, I think it, they've gone a long way. Like, they've last year, uh, like, I don't know, like, um, at least they've shown some fight. Like, it's been good to see. Been good to see. LeBron. Some fight. Yeah, well, 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 compared to the last few years. <laughs> LeBron in the last few minutes of, like, both the last two games was pretty insane. Like, and again, we can talk about the refereeing. That, that, was, that was rough. Especially in uh, game four, I believe. Four, um, yeah, oh. Like yeah, b- four. between uh, Paul Millsap and that co- a common foul, which was considered to be a, tra- a technical foul or flagrant, and then it was. Wait, was it? A, oh, they, was it they at least reviewed three? it. No, it was I four. It was, it was game, game four, four for sure. Yeah, because I remember my reaction was pretty recent. <laughs> yeah, we were um, all on that. And then um, the. Uh, the foul on Jamal Murray, which wasn't called, and then the continuation, was which wasn't given. Foul. Yeah. Like, and a couple of those, if they were given the other way, then, like, because they were given the other way, it becomes extra points for the other team. So it was yeah. really rough. Um, yeah. That's my but... big thing, Praddy. I'm with you. Like, in, like late in games, it's, it's not just, like, as you said, a missed call. It's, like, the, the player... Like you get hit, you're down. It's a, it's what happens like immediately after, like it's straight away the other end bucket, probably game over. Like yeah, because like uh, it's at pretty least harsh. The, uh, the, the we we all know which uh, foul on Jamal Murray I'm talking about, but like that was such a clear foul. That was bad. And then right on the other end, Jamal Murray's knocks down. The the Lakers get um Rondo get, uh, gets the ball down the court quick, and then LeBron yeah. has a running start, oh. so he just charges through the middle and gets an easy layup. I mean. That should have been three points for Denver because of the and one. Yeah. And, uh, and it's the and momentum the, as well, which is yeah. huge. In today's NBA, momentum's as as good as a, a bucket. Probably worth more than a bucket, to be fair, just because of the way they can go off. I think um I think the lack of fans really plays into that actually yeah, because I um it's I I think it's it's really easy to go flat for a couple of minutes when there there's all you've got watching is Dwight Howard and JaVale I'm McGee. Honestly surprised so, that despite like the bad refereeing at that point, no one got any texts. Like I am amazed. Denver that haven't really wrote. been like that the the whole year. Though, I know, but so. like you saw how bad those calls were. <laughs> I did, brother, but um yeah, so, it is what it is, though, man. Man, I read a thing on Twitter and it just summarized it perfectly. Like, if if Denver were going to be the Lakers, like you're not going to get the fifty fifty calls. Like, you're just not. Like, you have to. 
and just giving up the offensive rebounds in in game four. Mm. Like they mm. they they probably should have won that game, but man, like if they just rebounded a couple more times, like you know, yeah. you win um, the game. <laughs> like you win the I game. Yeah, yeah. I I hate to do it, but I have to talk about LeBron. Was like in uh, especially in Game Five to, uh, today, insanely clutch. Like, but it felt hey, like we was, we just need to talk about LeBron yeah, in general. Like, I think the man was doing everything. Like, we we talk about Russ and his you know impressive triple double seasons. This man has had triple doubles in like the last three games. It feels like, and every one of those has been absolutely necessary and a hundred percent contributed to the wins. Yeah, LeBron has... Okay, I think there is a little bit of recency bias when it comes to evaluating LeBron. I think people are just sick of talking about LeBron, so they're looking for like the the next best player to crown as the new LeBron. It's insane that he's still there, though. There is is only one LeBron James... (laughs) And he is still the best you player. You are wrong, in the brother. He has a and son I am so called happy. LeBron James. <laughs> you are holy brony. So happy that he is not in the Eastern Conference right now because I am sick of dealing with him. You are the West's problem now, and it is much more enjoyable watching him play because of it. You are holy brony. You are insanely good. How is he? How is he so good at 17 years in? It's unreal. Brother, you know how. You know what, what the, the operation is there. <laughs> you, you know hey, I, I, I think they all do. But... Hangarath hormones? <laughs> <laughs> no, he needs hey, no. Um, that's what he needs. That's what he's not taking, <laughs> clearly. I mean, I, mean uh, I, I think I think that's been... The access has been cut off in the bubble. He's looking yeah. a, bit, a bit thin up top recently. But, um, no, he, he's just unreal. Like, the... When when his jump shot is falling, I don't think I've ever seen anyone as dominant as LeBron. He's a very big um, like like confidence player. I think that's why AD is like a, a like sort of sort of how Kyrie was almost like the perfect um sort of duo, like the or sort of perfect fit with him because like when his shot's not falling, like he knows and like he obviously won't take as many. But then at the same time, he's obviously happy to go, hey, AD, take the big shot. And he does. And Kyrie sort of, as well, was really good at that. And I think that the Lakers, or well, LeBron sort of, and AD have sort of figured out the, not like the ups and downs, but like when one of them's going, or like when LeBron's going, like today, like AD's sort of happy to sort of take a back seat and just have like a, not a not a huge game or a, or a bad game or anything, but like just a like an average night almost, if that makes sense. Like a like a like a star night, but not like a like a mega star. Yeah, night. You, yeah. That, you guys saw that report about uh, LeBron knows when to talk to AD, whether depending on where his brow 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 is. Where where is bro, eyebrow? I love is how he said eyebrow. Like he didn't he didn't didn't say like specify if his eyebrows are low. Like, <laughs> bro. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Hey, if and if you guys look at AD's stats from the series, it looks like a prime Kevin Wayne Durant stat line as well. Yeah, it it's is good. Like what, thirty yeah. something? Man, you feel bad. Thirty something points per like, game. Heard of that actually? Five, six points per game. He's as gonna well. get no um, credit, bro. Like, five, six rebounds man. a game. That's the thing that was a bit Few surprising. Assists. Over the last three games, he had a total of well, he had five, five, and three rebounds. Which uh, became a bit of a yeah, story. Yeah, so in the w- game what the Lakers. Lakers did, 
Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so what the Lakers did, they played they played Dwight uh, a lot more minutes mm. in the middle so that Dwight can bang with Jokic because AD doesn't like banging with centers constantly. <laughs> it's been a common theme throughout his career. And Jokic, no, Dwight managed to stay out of foul trouble long enough to actually give them good minutes at center. So yes. AD was this mostly happy to stay in the per- stay in the perimeter and take his shots. Yeah. He was hitting them. So also, I mean, and Dwight yeah. and you've Another, got Dwight and LeBron cleaning yeah, up. That was my other one. Yeah, they're they're liking the whole get um like let LeBron get those um like clean up rebounds as you were saying to me the other day, Kaz. So that then he's the one making the decision like quickly on there. It was kind of like how yeah. OKC did with with Ross, where it's like. I mean, I know yeah. half you guys go, oh, it's stat padding, whatever. Like, it is, but it's smart. Yeah, LeBron does it, it too. Yeah, it, but it gets the ball in the hands of the guy you want it in faster, like. Yeah. Yeah, um, and, um, like, he, some of those outlet passes that he hits to the runners are crazy as well, and Russ would do the same yeah, no, thing. But, uh, I, I want to bring up what you brought, brought up a moment ago, but um, Dwight Howard was really impressive in this one. Um, like, th- this guy is... Feels he's he's older than LeBron now. He's he's he's. No, he he was also straight out of high okay. school. I think Dwight's like thirty three or thirty like, two. I reckon like thirty five. He's been on the edge of his career for the last like three years. It feels like, and he's come in this season, picked yeah. up on defense and just doing what he needs to, battling with the yeah, centers and in this one in particular, I on it. Yeah, props to Frank Vogel for doing exactly what Doc Rivers couldn't. Which was playing the uh, playing the big man Make a change. that is exactly useful for this type of series. Hey, they have a dominant big man, which we have only one center who is effective against. I'm going to focus on playing him and the other guy. Oh, don't worry about him. He's only going to get five Hell minutes nah. because. Yeah, yeah. Once again, just nah, if Doc Rivers would have played Kyle Kuzma and Nikola Jokic, let him get cooked and been like. <laughs> why surprise picture face why is he scoring <laughs> yeah no it's fair it's very fair um would have double teamed would have double teamed him with rondo and kuzma and then been shocked when Jokic hits the open man for a three <laughs> every single time but yeah congratulations to the lakers they are now the western conference champions and waiting waiting patiently for the winner of the next series that we're going to quickly touch on uh miami versus boston Kaz, do you want to start off on this one? Yes. All right. Hold this on. Before Kaz series, goes, just, before oh. Kaz goes, Paddy, any series Boston play, like it doesn't matter if they're versus in like the Charlotte Hornets. Kaz gonna be like, I don't think that Boston will win this series. Like he doesn't. <laughs> he doesn't like literally. I've this so many every, times. Yeah. Kaz like, has oh, the man. lowest expectations. Bro, for the team that he like man, like it's it's crazy. Like man. you know what happens as it's a result. It's just the Celtics. Oh, you know what happens God. as a result, Bill, is that no one can ever talk shit to him. Because no, we still he can, wasn't bro. supportive yeah. of his own team yeah. to begin with. Yeah, we know he's we know he's <laughs> hey, though. Hey, That's right. why we still roast him. Like, who cares, man? Hey, hey, I will I will say this: the last time I picked the Celtics to win was the 2010 NBA yes. Finals, and we all know what happened there. Yeah, that so anyway, the, this it's an interesting series. I think, um, as we keep saying, Miami are the absolute epitome of an extremely well coached team that the whole is greater than the sum of the parts. So, like, I mean, they don't have the most talented roster in the league, but what they are is they're incredibly disciplined, they're incredibly versatile, they can play any which way, and um, if you have an off night, they're going to kill yes. you, especially with Duncan Robinson and Tyler Hero. I think Tyler Hero, it, 
does have he has all star potential. I don't know if he'll be he an all star, but attitude. I think if he, <laughs> yeah, he, he's definitely oh, got that. Hey, I'll say this real quick. Paul Pierce, for once in his uh, reporting live, has gotten one thing correct. He said about Tyler Hero, he says, "Brother, you average eleven points a game. I ain't calling you a bucket till you average 20. <laughs> well, uh, it's the attitude. Yeah, so Tyler Hero went and dropped yeah, thirty-seven. Yeah, he's, I think he's averaging twenty now against the Celtics. Yeah, I mean, I after he, that, but he's, yeah, he's, he's been, been he's been crazy. No, like even last game, I mean, he didn't have a crazy stat line, but if you give him an inch of space, he's pulling it, flame and he's throwers, probably going to hit because he's actually a yeah, really good shooter. Throwers. Duncan Robinson is another one. I actually really like watching him play I'm, because he's got a very interesting shooting form. Have you have you noticed this? He doesn't. So dip most very great much shooters all, yeah. will. No, he doesn't dip it at all. So like most great shooters, like Clay. Clay isn't one. He catches, dips, brings it up. Reverse Duncan Robinson's shot pocket but, is like in his throat. But Clay doesn't always. He'll, dip, he'll catch right. it here and just. Yeah, you saw the, uh, there was one yeah. moment in particular where he doesn't he had go down. He's just up. His yeah. Oh, at, before he received the ball, filthy bro. Um, it's crazy. Yeah, it's nuts. Oh, that that, that yeah. He's, he's the, really. I, I don't know. Besides Steph, I, was about to I don't say, think yeah, there's anyone else Steph, who can shoot Steph's like that. Steph's the only one who it's like the, the ball doesn't even touch his hand. Like it's like he shoots it like as the ball is coming in. Like it's crazy. I've tried to do it, and it's, it's crazy. Like, I think shooting form just gets uh, completely thrown apart. You know can't. what, though? Um, I think that's actually why the Heat drafted him as well, because um, he's got he he came out of college like that, and he had an extremely unconventional route to the NBA. He played, I think, JUCO, then he played D three. I think he played like one season of D one when he was like 23, 24 years old, and then he was drafted by the the Heat, played in the G League, um, and then yeah, like. Just based on the fact that he can hit these shots, and it Certified just shows you how valuable three-point shooting is in the NBA. Yeah. Um. One thing I want to touch on is that the Miami Heat's zone. There's been a lot that's been brought up about that, but um. Yeah, I think how crazy is it that zone defense is what is winning the playoffs? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I Wob Perez on Twitter, famous um like NBA shit poster on twitter you love this guy man yeah he's so funny he's like he's like isn't it crazy that after this many years the nba still hasn't figured out how to play against the 3-2 zone like i just thought it was funny as 2-3 yeah i just yeah 2-3 zone i just thought it was so funny i'm like they, like, they can't oh, play against it because for so it's long crazy. the entire ruling was against it so yeah now it's yeah like, that's right yeah like boston um, are up like 15 and yeah. then suppose like Bring out the zone, and then it's like ten minutes. It's like I message Kaz, and I say like I say like this is a big five minutes for the Celtics here, and then it's like five minutes later he messages me back, fuck, and then it's like, yep. <laughs> I feel like that happened like four games in a row. Like it's it's cr- it happened the first it's game, crazy. happened the second game. Yeah, um, I, I was reading yeah. a thing. Boston, uh, like game four, sorry, game four aside, Boston had led the series for like. 80% of the minutes. And they're mm-hmm. down... They're, well, they're 4-2 yep. now, but they were down... Sorry, 4-2. Going to be 4-2 <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> Got him. Um, but yeah, like, I just thought it was crazy. Like, but the, just on Miami, they, they kind of remind me of the Spurs a bit, like a, a couple of years ago where... I mean, they've got some... Like, probably not the, the high-tiered sort of Tim Duncan um, player. Like, Jimmy's pretty good, but he, yeah, he's, he's no Tim Duncan. Um... But I just think, like, in terms of the way they play, like, so discipline and, like, just on offense, like, they, like, 
Like, you've got a good shot, but he's got a better shot, so they're getting the ball every single time. It's crazy. Like, it's crazy to watch. Like, it, it really is. Every series Miami are going into, I keep saying to Kaz, like, they have no hope. Like, they, they're not going to win. And then five days later, they're up 3-1. Like, it's... Mm. Oh. Yeah, no, I, I keep saying don't sleep on the Heat. They are a good team. Um, I think another huge triumph for the, the Miami Heat development staff is that they've actually managed to get Jay Crowder to take yeah, no, he's no he is now taking the them behind the <laughs> line. Put on the line, Jay Carter. This man is shooting from beyond the line. I'm upset, man. Um, that was a good them. joke. That was a good joke for the last. Yeah, the, um, there's a there's a crazy stat. Um, I think Jay Crowder is shooting like forty or fifty percent on his open threes, but then when he's tightly defended, he's ta- he's shooting like twenty percent. What's a good thing Miami the get thing a lot is, of them. The heat- <laughs> The heat is so good at getting him open yeah, that really if he are. takes a shot, it's probably going in. Um, yeah. he, we did a better job of defending that the last game, and Gordon Hayward's been huge since yeah. return. But, um, yeah, I, I think we, we did go down too much too early. I think it's probably going to be too hard yeah, to come back. One of the first. I'm still proud of the Celtics for making it this far because I, didn't, I wasn't even expecting them to get past Toronto. I think one of the massive changes that, uh, Karan, you, you slightly t- uh, mentioned earlier in the week was uh, Ty starting to take, and during that uh, most recent game, starting to make that mid-range kind of Florida jump shot uh, type Ty's, shot. Yeah. yeah. Um, that was pretty yeah. massive because... To beat a 2-3 zone, you, you need you need a scoring threat in the middle that yeah, can pass. Yeah, and, well, he wasn't able to pass very well because, he, you know, Daniel Ty's not the greatest center in the world or anything. Um, but he was starting to hit that mid-range, and it was really screwing with the zone defense of the uh, Miami Heat, which, yeah, like... Once he started hitting that, they I didn't I won't say they had to stop playing the zone, but it changed the way that they had to play it, and that yeah, because yeah, that really couple more adjustments me, to players make. like Jason uh, uh, sorry Jason Tatum and uh, Jalen Brown on the inside. Jalen, uh, oh boy, Jalen Brown. Yeah, J- Jalen's been really yeah. good. Hey, I'm this saying this season. now. Jason gonna, Tatum gets a lot of the plaudits. Yeah, I'm gonna say this now. Yeah, go, like, go on, like, go. like on expectations, Jalen Brown's probably been better than Jason Tatum this series. That's yeah. I mean, Jason's had a couple of weird halves as well, where he just does nothing, but then he yeah. explodes in the second. Oh half yeah, of the game. yeah. Oh no, but like yeah, he specific, he's meant to be the the superstar. Like yeah. he's the the cold called upon one, but I think Jalen Brown like still flying under the radar Unreal. my man JB and I think I his think offensive someone... rebounding is severely underrated I think that uh, there's someone that has to be mentioned and that is Kemba Walker um like Chuck said it as well this guy has been an all-star he's been the star the man for a team obviously that team wasn't winning but he still has to pick it up and I I like that you yeah. and uh, Bill both have the same position with your arms right now um <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this is me when I'm watching. This is just sometimes. me listening to you rant and agree and He feels like, if I don't want to say it, but he feels like Paul George, where when the Celtics are up, he'll hit those shots. The it's like, disrespect. great. I mean, we're already up. We're already about to win the game. But when they're down, he's not contributing anything. And it's like, you yeah, need it's someone hard, to step man. up. If no one else is there, Kemba, you've been an all-star. You've been the guy. You need to do that. Um, and it's like, yeah, it's, it's a little through. bit of, um, undersized guard syndrome. I mean, that's mm. true, but he's been like, when will there be a matchup where he's able to take advantage of that? There because is none. There, he's been, he's been an undersized guard for so long, right? He should be able to work around that at some point, And he's still not able to, uh, like, 
He's he surely I I feel like he already figured that shit out when he was playing with the Hornets, and now he's suddenly forgotten all that time. Nah, so I I, I agree with you. Kemba needs to step up, but I think um we do need to take into account that playoff basketball is very different to regular yeah. season ball. It's oh, it's very different to when a team has deve- devoted weeks of film study specifically to stop you, like Kemba. So Kemba might not be our best player. But Kemba is still a 23, 24-point-per-game scorer. And he's probably the easiest one of our scorers, of our main scorers, to stop. So that's why teams are really keying in on him. And I don't think Kemba's had that kind of experience just yet. Well... Um, I, I don't know what... I don't, like, not, not in the playoffs yeah. where the, the team, they're adjusting specifically to stop you. Um, he's, he's been somewhat improved, but yeah, he's, he's definitely not been as good as what I was hoping. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm just much more happy with his attitude com- for the team compared to what they had yeah. before. So that, yeah. that, that itself is massive improvement. That's the Mark big one. Smart, on the other hand, has been, his defense has been there, but his offense needs to calm down. I'm not going to say it needs to yes. change. I think he just needs to calm down in the sense that, like, he'll suddenly, like, just jack up five straight threes and yeah. none of them will go in and yeah. he'll continue on the sixth one. Yeah. It's like, man, I agree. you have Jalen Brown on this side, Jason Tatum over there, Kemba Walker's on your side. They are open. Gordon Hayward's over Hit there. Them. Why don't yeah. you pass one of them? Yeah, I'm with you. I feel like you, you're not going to win And they are open. Many. Yeah, I just think you're, you're not going to win that many games if Marcus Smart's, like, taking the most or the second most amount of shots on your team. I, I'm with you, Praddy. I just, like, it, it's fine when he's making threes, but I feel like it's more of a, if he goes, like, four of six, like, you, you take that, but then you don't want him to be, like, four of six and take eight more and make one. Like, it's kind of hard because he's he's in a role for... Brad Stevens, where he is going to have the ball a lot, and it's hard, but I'm fully with you. Like, I, at the end of the day, would you rather like live and die by Jason Tatum making a missing shots or Marcus Smart? Like, it's, <laughs> um, it's um, we one thing you touched on with the Brad Stevens thing. We have we've had Marcus Smart playing a lot of pinch post, so like in the nail, the the middle of the the zone, um, because he's not a scoring threat from mid range and his his decision making is is decent it's okay but he's not a scoring threat defense doesn't collapse on him he's passing to a covered he's passing to a covered shooter most of the time what what ends up happening is we turn or he turns the ball over relatively often it's really annoying but we seem to have gotten past it now and um yeah did you you do you guys watch game 3 uh, yeah the end of game 3 Jesus Christ, he almost gave me a, a heart attack when he went yes, up for that layup with 30 I, I seconds left. I actually remember saying to my mate, oh. saying, like, like, literally, like, WTF, like, what is he doing? I was like, what, what are you doing? Do- I think, I can't remember who was in the corner. I think it must have been Jalen Brown. Like, Jalen Brown's opening the corner. You throw to him. Number one, you're wasting two or three seconds. But there's 10 seconds left. Like, <laughs> what? Oh, he, he was I so lucky like he, got, he got a foul Marcus there. Marcus Smart feels like he, uh, like... He, he he thinks in the moment, like, oh, I can do this and, you know, get the best advantage for the team. But it's not obviously that because I, I don't know if it was, uh, if, if it's the same one, but um, there was a moment where they got a steal and Marcus Smart, he's sprinting up the court. He's got the ball and Bam Adebayo is right behind him. And so he has an open layup, but he decides he's going to jump into the body of Bam Adebayo, who oh smartly pulls his arms away, doesn't commit a foul, and then Marcus Smart misses the shot, and Blows they the l- waste a possession. Obviously, 
the the Celtics won the game anyway, so hurrah for that. But those kinds of things that that hurts a team. Um, like you can't be doing that. Wait, especially when you have an open shooter in the corner. I mean, I, I understand that you are confident that you will be able to finish the layup. Just play the, the percentages. Take yeah. The we, yeah, we, we need to be realistic here. Or, we're, we're down 3-1. Yeah, um, Unless Bam's got five fouls and it's the third quarter, mm. make the shot. Make yeah, the then shot. go for it. Okay. Holy. On that, guys, Crazy. predictions. How, what have you got for this one? Are, are you guys writing off the Celtics? Uh, do the Heat still make uh, I, the Heat? I think, I think we're just down too much. game six no, or if there's more? Well, no, I'm going to ask you about the, the entire series from here. Ooh, There's only two damn, games left at, at, at most. Right. Damn, brother. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I think we went down too much too early, so it's going to be really hard. I would not be surprised if we do win because um, it looked like we figured it out towards the end of, the, of, the ga- of game five. But um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, th- I think we're we're going to have to be perfect from here to win the series. I don't think we can do that. Yeah. Not just not yet. I don't. I don't think we've got the the experience and the like the the right mentality just yet to be perfect in these kind of scenarios. All right, Bill. What about you? But it'll come. I think. Okay, I'll just get mine out of the way. Yeah, right. I'm still writing the Celtics. I reckon they they've got it in them. Um, Took the words right out of my mouth, Patty Celtics <laughs> winning it in seven. Um, let me see. Game six, let me see. Jason Tatum, mm, give me 35. Game seven, game seven is the Jalen Brown game. This brother is going to hit two big shots. Celtics going to win comfy. That's it. That's a wrap. Jalen Brown is a... He's uh, a MF man, He's a man. All right, all right. Um, See, what did I tell you? What did I tell you? He's never going to pick his own team. No, 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 no. So we will. That's fine. We'll do it. Yeah. We'll take it. We're out here. Um, All right, with that out of the way, guys. It's going to be tough, but I I wouldn't be surprised if we do it. The old, the old, oh, they probably won't win. But if they do, if they do. Um. All right, guys. (laughs) Three-one is difficult. Uh, now that we're here, it's time for uh, weekly malnourishment, guys. Yes, this was a good um, one. This one is an easy one for me. Yeah. Um, but the the question is, what's the last thing that you stayed up till four a.m. for? Um, obviously we're all students, uh, so you, you know assignments and all that's the boring. Doesn't count. Yeah, yeah I told Kaz that doesn't count. That does not count. Yeah. Oh, I got an easy one. All right, go on. Um, final day of the season mm. of the Premier League. Yeah, season. we were we were all like then. When I had a right? meeting the next day, yeah. <laughs> that was rough. Yeah, I told uh, you. I, I said, had a Does meeting. In sick. What the, the hell? <laughs> nah, like I, I I had to. It was a. It's like oh. a monthly meeting we do with the big wigs in the US, and they want it at eight o'clock, so we do it at eight o'clock in the morning. But um, yeah. So we're up till four o'clock watching the football. We made top four. And then I got three hours of sleep. You and actually presented. managed to sleep. Okay, then, that's impressive. That's impressive. I, yeah, I get hard. to lose like those <laughs> kind of nights. It's like, like I feel like when you go to sleep, you sleep like an hour, and then it's like, nah, like, it's just, it just ain't it, bro. I've got a good it. one. I, I've yeah, you're, you're kind of like got a good wired. One. It's it's not like the last time I stayed up till four a.m., but it's just like a funny. I'm doing it. Like we're we're just gonna do it. 
Ryan Lowe, one of my my all time good mates, goes for the Chicago Bulls. So yeah, yeah. Oh no. Well, anyways, anyways, after this man's well, sorry, not after. Well, this does happen after, but at his twenty first birthday, uh, me like obviously we got we got hammered. Um, great decision because we had cricket the next day in the sweltering heat. <laughs> that is uh that is the uh Victoria Australian summer um so it was a g- great decision by us to um you know continue drinking to the the hours of the morning um the good news was the good news was the opposition was about 9 for 60 we'd made 140 so just the one wicket to win and probably go home you know feeling good feeling good anyways we rock up I take a wicket, third ball of the day, thinking beautiful boy, like still hammered. I don't even know how we did it. Rue's Rue actually was wicket keeping with a sombrero <laughs> hat because it was that sunny and he didn't want the sun on him. He's got this gigantic sombrero hat. So anyway, we get the wicket, the, the game's done, we're so happy, and then our captain makes the ultimate mistake of saying Oh no. We're gonna try for the outright boys. So you get extra extra points like on the ladder. And we're all just like, hmm. <laughs> uh, yes. Uh. And then anyways, like the other team proceeds to bat the, the whole day pretty much. They're like three for two fifty. And I'm not joking. Me, one of my mates, and Rue, we stayed in the slips the entire day. <laughs> like we had like four people out on the boundary and we're just like, no, like that's it. Like but I I remember so so for Prad for for reference slips is like right I, next I, you to don't move yeah don't cricket on brother, the beach come on brother yeah but come you, on, and all all I remember was like yeah, like go. running in at the start to bowl like I I felt like I was gonna vomit and then I was I was good after that for a little bit and then like <laughs> you have afternoon tea like halfway through the day so it's like two o'clock and we have an afternoon tea I remember I, I had like uh, vanilla had, Brother, I had oh, that's actually the last time I stayed up till four AM. I mean, but but I remember I had like one party pie, and then I felt it, and I was like, oh yeah, this yeah, is it. it. I I didn't, but oh oh. All right, Patty, um, when did you when did you stay up till well, four? Well, this happened uh, last week. Yeah, this actually. has to have been recent. Yeah, I was yeah, gonna say happened. your your malnourishment's yeah. always a. Uh, you know, yeah, this, a recent this one was uh, last weekend. Actually, it was my sister's birthday on uh, Sunday, so Saturday night. Oh well, no, on on Thursday, my mom says, "Hey, Prad, it's your sister's birthday. We have to make a surprise." Um, so she's like, "All right, we're going to somehow cr- set up an entire room for this without anyone, without her noticing. The only way to do this is to do it after she's gone to sleep." Fantastic. Wow. She goes to sleep at, t- at midnight. Galaxy I have to get up an hour after that to make sure she is properly asleep. Um, <sighs> I then proceed to spend a good two hours using a step-up ladder, stepping up in ev- within every half meter or less than that even, <laughs> putting streamers up on the ceiling, sticking streamers to the ceiling. That's crazy. Um, the, we, the, the flower walls are already ready, but just moving them into there quietly, that was fun. Um, setting up a, uh, Setting up the table for it. So yeah, stayed up till four AM preparing a surprise, which I was unable to wake up on time to see her reaction <laughs> to. I even set up a um yeah. like a, a set of riddles 
So she had to like find one 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 riddle was um in a birthday hat that was hanging from the um ceiling right outside her room. So she would wake up, open a door, come out from uh, from a room in the morning, and then see that. And then she came out, found that I was still asleep. I didn't see her reaction. Next thing, um, that's messed up. And then that led to another riddle, which was in the, which was hidden in the oven, which led to another riddle. A riddle. Uh, oh, sorry, which led to the actual birthday present, which was just the receipt for buying her a drone. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, but I was asleep for all of that. Holy, I was asleep amazing. for all of it. Did she uh, like the well, drone? She um, saw the receipt for the drone because the drone hasn't arrived yet. Um, nice. Yeah. So she knows That's what it funny, is. Man. But, um, That's so yeah. funny. That was, uh, yeah. Oz Post, it put me out of commission it. for the entire day, basically, because, like. That's cool, to me. Yeah. Um, that's funny as you're doing party prep till four o'clock <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy that's actually crazy yeah but with that guys that brings us to the end of another episode of the official nba beancast sir if you like the episode please uh if 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 we do manage to get this one on youtube give it a like drop a comment because that helps with the youtube algorithm uh if you guys want to follow us we are on instagram and uh twitter at nba beancast we are on youtube obviously as i just mentioned and we're on every streaming platform. So hit us up wherever you want. Drop a comment wherever you want. And with that, thank you for listening to another edition of the official NBA Beancast. And we will see you in the next one. We are out. Peace.